Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the My Two Cents Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne. And let's get right to it, man. We had two amazing Game 7s, man. I don't know how you guys were able to watch both of them with Mother's Day going on, but I was able to get both of them in. I, the, the restaurant, I, I took my mother out. They had the Portland Denver game on TV, so I was able to catch that one and then the nightcap with the, the Golden State-Houston. And well, not not to go to see you. I'm sorry, the Toronto Philly. It ended up being a great, great, great game seven. Both game sevens was amazing. But let's start off with the Portland Trail Blazers and Denver Nuggets. This was the only series that I predicted correctly. I believe. Um. I think what I said. I, I believe the the inexperience of the Denver Nuggets was going to be their downfall. And I think that's what ended up happening. They came out the gun firing, ended up having a 17-point lead at one point. But they blew that lead, and they allowed Portland Trailblazers to quietly and and, and very very methodically chink off at that lead and, and continue to, to, to break off in the, into that lead and eventually take the lead of their own and win the game. C.J. McCollum was amazing. Another 30-point night for him. He's been amazing all playoffs. He de- he deserves so much praise for the the Portland Trail Blazers making it to the Western Conference Finals. I'm happy he, I'm happy he's he's starting to get the recognition that he deserves. He's an amazing player. He's one of the best two guards in the league if you ask me. And he deserves this, man. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Lillard because that that was really big. These guys are amazing players, but were they ever going to be able to get far in the playoffs with these two? And these guys are in the Western Conference Finals, man. I'm happy for them. But as far as the Denver Nuggets go, they're just not there yet. Just to help them in the long run. In the long run, it probably don't feel good right now for them. But in the long run, this will help them a lot. The, now you have experience. Now you know how it feels in the playoffs. Now you know how it feels to blow a big league in a big game. And they'll they'll learn from this. They'll be better. Their key player, Jokic, well, now now he has the experience in the playoffs. He knows. He'll, he'll be better. So Jamal Murray, they'll be better. They'll understand next year when they come back what they have to do in order to, to win and, and go deep in the playoffs. So Denver Nuggets is fine. They're a fine team. They're a young team. They're going to be okay. They just got beat by a better team, in my opinion. A more experienced, a better team, a more... At the end of the day, it was about whose stars were better. And C.J. McCollum played outstanding. He proved that on that night that he was the best player on the floor. Damian Lillard ended up helping out tremendously with, a, I think, a big three late, a couple big threes late in the game. Had a had a pretty decent stat line, thirteen, ten, and eight. That's not a bad stat line at all. We expect more from Dame, but he struggled. He struggled that series, shooting the ball. But CJ McCollum did what he was supposed to do, and he picked up the uh, the slack. And that's what you need your second guy to do. When your first guy's not performing the way he you expect him to, you need that second guy to 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 pick up the slack. And CJ McCollum did a very great job of doing that. Um, as far as as far as that series go, it was a great series. It was a great game seven. It came down to the wire. Amazing series. I'm 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 happy with the result. That was the only one I got right, honestly. The Portland Portland uh series. 
As far as this Houston series, I want to touch on that for a minute because it didn't go seven, but I expected it to go seven. But I just think it's time to have that conversation about James Harden. Amazing player. Outstanding player in a regular season. Probably probably the best two-guard in the league right now. But when it comes to the playoffs, he struggles, man. And I, I just, it's the pressure. I don't know, I don't know how he's gonna ever overcome over that, and it, it hurts his legacy. People were talking about he's a top five shooting guard of all time, and I was like, we gotta hold off on that. That's a big thing to say with all these shooting guards that's been in the league and amazing players, and James Harden hasn't done anything in the playoffs to show you that he's worthy of that. I don't know if he deserves to be in a conversation with Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, Jerry West. I don't know if he deserves to be in them conversations with them guys. Clyde Jerksler, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's in that conversation yet. Allen Iverson, I don't think he's there yet. But that pressure is just something some some guys can handle it, some guys can't. I knew for a fact when the when the game five, when they struggled without Kevin Durant, when he went down and James Harden only took one shot, the last eight minutes of the game, he only took one shot. That was a sign. That was the sign to tell you, oh, he's going to choke. That pressure is getting too big for him. It's too big for him. And you would think Chris Paul would be there to help, but Chris Paul is, you can tell, Chris Paul is on his last leg. He's getting old. It's starting to, it's starting to show. It's definitely starting to show now. And now he's no longer going to be able to help James Harden as much in those key situations. They need another guy. If they want to win a ring, Chris Paul, James Harden isn't going to be isn't going to be able to cut it. They thought it was going to be Clint Capella. They thought he was going to step up, but Clint Capella is not as good as he is. He's an overpaid guy. He's overpaid. And I hate to say that, but because I think all NBA players should get their money, but he's overpaid. He did not show up in this series at all. And he called Golden State out. He said before the series started, we want Golden State. That's the team we want to play based on the way we the way we lost last year. We want to see Golden State. But you saw him. You got your wish. And you didn't perform. You didn't do anything that you was expected to do. I mean, come on. He, he didn't have a good series at all. And that's, I mean, that's partly to blame why they lost the series, honestly. He was supposed to dominate the boards. Especially with no Boogie Cousins there, he was supposed to dominate the boys. And he really and truly, he didn't. And that's a key reason why they lost. But I expected that series to go seven, especially with KD going down. And the fact that it they got eliminated on their home court, it's, it's disappointing. It's very disappointing. Especially when you factor in the fact that James Harden has lost three straight playoff series on his home court, three straight. Now, you can't, in my opinion, you can't be put in a conversation as top five shooting guards of all time if that's happening to you. Because the guys I named, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, the Dwayne Ways, they're not losing on their home floor. Three straight seasons, three straight playoffs appearances, you're losing on your home floor? Nah, that's not happening with Kobe, Matt, uh, Jordan. Kobe, Jordan, and Wade. That's not going to happen. 
they won't struggle like that. They're going to win. They're going to they they have the drive, they have the will to win a game. And I don't see that from James Harden. James Harden came in the game when he was in at the free throw line missing free throws. I knew it was, they were going to struggle. First quarter miss. These guys are 90%, 88%, 90% free throw shooter and he's missing three straight free throws in, like in the first quarter. I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game for him." That pressure got to him. Some of them is ready. Some of them can handle the pressure. Other other guys can't. I think James Harden is. I think we're starting to see it. He's one of the other guys. Amazing player, outstanding in the regular season. MVP level, outstanding in the regular season. Every season, but when it comes to playoffs, when they watching you and they they can key in on what you're doing and they they're watching tape and they see how you play. And how you want to score and your tactics and everything, he folds. It's not the same. So I do think Houston needs another guy. I don't think I don't think they're gonna beat Golden State with just James Harden and Chris Paul. They need help. They really miss Trevor Ariza. Truth be told, because Trevor Ariza is the perfect three D guy. Now three D guy is a guy who can play play defense. Tremendously, and is a great three-point shooter option. That would have been perfect, but they let Trevor Ariza go. Instead, they would rather play Clint Capella, and we see how that worked out for him. Oh, and Steph, let me go ahead and say that. Oh, Steph, Steph proved to you guys, oh, he's still a bad man. Oh, he's still a bad man. Don't get it confused. He may defer to Kevin Durant. But he's still a bad man. He's still a bad man. And I've been I've been on Steph Curry a lot in this playoffs because I feel like he's been struggling and nobody has been talking about him struggling. I see why nobody is talking about him struggling. Because when when the pressure's on and they need him to step up, he delivered. I my apologies. I I owe him an apology. He delivered. He showed everybody that he's still that guy. Don't get it confused. He's still that guy. Amazing, amazing game six by by the Splash Brothers, honestly. Amazing game six. They showed you why they, they this is Golden State. This is this is we don't we, we make the finals. They've been they they showing you guys why they ran the league the last five years. This is their league. Until somebody knock them off. I do think Golden State and Portland is gonna be an amazing series. I, with no Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is not expected to play in game one or two. So I expect a hard fought two games. I don't think Kevin Durant is going to come back until maybe they need him. Like If they don't need him, I don't think he's going to come back. I honestly don't. Let's say they go up 2-0 and they win both games in Golden State. You won't see Kevin Durant in game three. I don't think you'll see him in game four either. They, it, he will only be back if they need him. Like, it gets to, like, let's say they go down. Let's say they lose one of those games, and then Portland wins both games in Portland, and then they're down 3-1. Then you will see Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant will be back then. But if they're not struggling in this series at all, I don't think you see Kevin Durant into the finals. They're going to rest him up. They're going to let him get prepared and ready for the finals because whoever comes out the East, it's going to be a battle. 
And don't let it be Milwaukee because Milwaukee matches up perfectly with Golden State. They don't have the shooters that Golden State has. But as far as the overall team and the guys and Giannis, they got some guys that can cause problems for Golden State. So I do think he'll be back for the finals. And the only way he comes back in this Western Conference Finals is if they're struggling, if they need him for a game. That's the only way I see him coming back. I do expect this series to be a tight series, though. And I do see, I do think it may go to seven. I think this is the series where Damian Lillard wakes back up. This is the OKC Damian Lillard we're going to see in this series. I expect him to get going. I think he knows what he has to do in order to win this series. He has to put his foot out there. He has to let it be known that he's the best player on the court. He has to prove that to the people. C.J. McCollum is going to continue to do what he does. It's going to be interesting to see how they match up with, how they choose to defend Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, honestly, because are you going to put Steph Curry on either one of those two? I don't think you should. Steph Curry is an amazing offensive player, but defensively, he, he can't check neither one of them guys. Neither one of them. He can't check neither one of them. So I, I think they may end up putting Clay on Damian Lillard. I don't know who's the, who they're going to put on CJ, but I expect Steph Curry to be checking maybe Mo Harkless, somebody that's not as good offensively. That's an easier easier defense for, for Steph Curry. Because if he checks CJ McCollum or, or Damian Lillard, he's going to be in foul trouble early, all series long. So I don't expect I don't expect I think well with Kevin Durant going down they're they gonna start Iguodala right you would think and if they do that then then that's who you put on C J McCollum you put Iguodala on C J McCollum so I think that's how they may end up matching it up we'll see we'll see how that series goes out with game game one is tonight at nine o'clock I expect a hard fought game but I do think. We get a surprise tonight. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Portland came out and won game one tonight. I hope they win game one tonight. I, I love Golden State. I think they're an amazing team, but I root for the underdog. And Damian Lillard has been an underdog his entire career, and I would love to see him win. I would love to see him get to the finals. That would be amazing, in my opinion. That, that would be great for the NBA. It would be great for the fans. To let you to let everybody know you, it can't be done. You don't have to go to a super team. You don't have to be a Kevin Durant who who chooses to go and join three other All Stars to win a ring. You don't have to go that route. I think it'd be amazing if they get to the finals and beat Golden State. Because if they get to the finals and beat Golden State, they definitely have a chance to win it. So I mean, we we'll see. But the other game, the last game on Sunday, the Toronto-Philly game, man, what a shot, right? Amazing shot. It was some luck involved. There definitely was some luck involved, but it was an amazing shot. Man, seven-foot Joel Embiid running at you, and for him to get it over him, and for, oh, man, that's an amazing shot. I do think there's some skill in that. Now, the way it went in, that was some luck. But the ability to get get the ball over a seven footer, and you had like a it wasn't a it wasn't a true double team, but it was like a semi double team where Ben Simmons was also following and trailing, so it wasn't no no option to cut back. You had to shoot that shot, 
And man, amazing shot by Ka- Kawhi, man. That is going to be one of his, one of them, one of them shots that that's going to cement his legacy. He's going, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, I believe. And that shot is going to be one of those shots that that you remember him from. Like he's always going to have that shot. Remember uh, the Michael Jordan shot with uh, the Utah Jazz, with the with the uh, the crossover and the step back. That's going to be one of those type of shots for Kawhi Leonard. That's going to always go down in history as, man, what an amazing shot he to win a series. Because that game, both teams were struggling to score in that game. It it didn't look good either way. But Kawhi found a way to win. And true champions find a way to win. He did the exact thing I expected James Harden to do. But he didn't. James Harden was wasn't able to finish with James Harden. James Harden struggled. He choked. Truth be told, he choked. Kawhi Leonard, he 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 took a lot of shots. And if they would have lost the game, people would have questioned, like, oh man, should Kawhi have been that aggressive? But I understand his point of view. If we gonna lose this series, we're gonna lose with me shooting the ball. And I don't wanna feel like I left anything. To be desired, like he do, he made it clear that he was going to put it all out there on the floor. He was going to put it all out there, and if he'll live with the results. And you have to love that from a champion. You have to love that's a that's a Kobe Bryant thing. That's Kobe Bryant esque right there. If we lose, we're gonna lose on my back. We're gonna lose with me. I'm not gonna be deferring to anybody, and I love that. That that's the true champion and that player, man. And that's a true number one, true superstar right there. I got it. I'm gonna take the team over. This is my squad. I'm I'm gonna get us to the next round. He played his butt off. I was wrong. I thought Philly would have ended up winning that game, but Philly Philly has the same thing with Denver. They has their their young guys, man. Their their key players are inexperienced in the playoffs. The inconsistency with with Philadelphia is crazy to me. Because they're so talented. Their starting five was so talented, but they're so inconsistent. And maybe maybe that's the inexperience. Maybe that's them being so young. But I I expected a better game out of Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler showed up in the fourth quarter when it mattered most. He's always going to be that guy. That's Jimmy Butler. He may not give you a clay performance where he put up 30 or 40. He's not, he may not give that type of performance. But in the fourth quarter, when you need a bucket the most, he'll go get you some buckets. I think he finished with 16 points. Ten of those points was in the fourth quarter. That's Jimmy Butler. When it's crunch time and you need a bucket, he'll go get you a bucket. That's that's Jimmy Butler. So I think, I don't know what Philly plans is for the offseason, but they should really try to keep Jimmy Butler. I don't think they would be able to. I think they could offer him more money, I believe. But I don't think they're going to be able to keep him because I think he's going to the Knicks with Kevin oh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I think he's going to the Knicks with them too. So I don't think that they were going to be able to keep him, and that's going to end up hurting them. But maybe it doesn't because there's rumor that LeBron James may be getting traded to Philly. Maybe that Maybe that's the replacement. Maybe that's how you get... That's how you get back to to where you was this year, fighting for the Eastern Conference Finals, getting there, fighting for it. And they get LeBron, so no fighting for it. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals with Joel Embiid. 
Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty nasty team. Hopefully, well, I think they're going to end up trading Ben Simmons. That's the requirement in that, that rumor that it's going to be Ben Simmons and somebody else for LeBron, which will be dependent on the player it is. Come on now, you can't pass on LeBron. If you can get LeBron, LeBron is still amazing. He still put up incredible numbers. So if you can get LeBron with Joel Embiid, and maybe they keep Jimmy Butler, and they trade Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons, that's a big three that's very, very capable of getting to the finals. LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid. Now you need Joel Embiid to be healthy, of course, but that is a very, very good team. That is a very, very good core, I'm going to say. A very, very good core. So we'll see how that one works out, but hats off to both teams. That was an amazing series. Amazing series, man. I was I was happy with the way it ended. An amazing shot <laughs> falling away. Him squatting down because he don't know if it's gonna go in. Joel B face. Oh man. You wanna talk about crying tears? Oh, that's tough. That's tough, man. That's tough. Doing with some real tears. Like, he really wanted. Yeah, that's tough. And for you to lose that way, I can't blame him for crying, honestly. You can put so so much hard work into the game, and that's how you lose. That's tough. But he'll learn from it. He'll get better from it. Just like the Denver guys. They both will get better. These guys will get better from it. More experience. I expect a better Joel B next year. Come back strong and hungry. I expect it. But as far as now, let's talk about these these two these two series we got left. Toronto, Milwaukee on one end, and then Golden State Portland on the other. I already spoke on Golden State and Portland. Portland basically. I'm 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 predicting it goes seven. Definitely if it is if it doesn't go seven, it's definitely going six. But I predict it goes seven. And I predict well, I think Golden I think Golden State will win the series, but I'm rooting for Portland to win the series. I really am. As far as the East, Toronto, Milwaukee, man, could you imagine if they allowed Kawhi Leonard and Giannis to guard each other for the entire game? Oh, you wanna talk about an 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 amazing matchup? You wanna talk about a great a great game to see? That's an individual game that I would love to see, just Giannis and Kawhi on each other, just guarding each other up and down the court. That's the two best players in the East, Giannis and Kawhi. And they're going back, oh, that's going to be amazing. I hope it happens. I doubt it happens, but I hope it happens. Just because of foul trouble, you don't really want them two guys on each other. What if they get in foul trouble? It's just it doesn't make sense coaching-wise, but, man... I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I think in crunch time, we'll see it. I think fourth quarter, I do think it's going to be a very tight series between these two. So I do expect you we see that matchup in the fourth quarter on both sides. Both guys guarding each other. Look, Giannis has never feared away guarding the best player on the opposite team. He has always wanted to guard LeBron. He has always wanted to guard Kevin Durant. So I expect him to want to guard Kawhi. I don't know if they're going to allow him to guard him in the entire game, though. But I know he wants to. Same thing with Kawhi. Kawhi always guards LeBron. This last series, he guarded Jimmy Butler. Um, he's going to always guard the best player on the opposite team. He's that great of a defender. In my opinion, he's, 
he's not only the best player in the East, I think he may be overall the best player in the league because what he does offensively and defensively, it's a two sides it's two sides of the game, baby. You gotta do it both in order to be the best player in the league, in my opinion. I love Kevin Durant. I think he's the greatest. I don't, I don't think we ever seen anything like Kevin Durant before. A seven foot player that can just pull up from thirty as if it's nothing. I don't think we ever seen that before. So don't get me wrong. He does. He's one A, but on the defensive end, he does, he does, he doesn't play defense like Kawhi. Kawhi will lock down. He can lock down a player. He can frustrate a player. He's that good defensively. I think we get two amazing series. I, I'm hoping that they both end up going seven. I do expect the Toronto-Milwaukee series to definitely go seven, but the, the, the Golden State-Portland may, may go shorter than that. It may be a six-game series. Just because Portland, Portland, I don't know if they got enough to beat Golden State. They got enough to make it interesting. But I don't know if they got enough to beat them. We'll see. We'll see about that. But another thing that's going on tonight, I always I also wanted to mention, um, it's the draft tonight. NBA draft. I hope Zion goes to the Knicks. You guys, if you guys been listening, you already know my prediction. I think Zion goes to the Knicks. I think the Knicks trade that Zion pick. Go get LeBron James. That's my prediction. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's kind of a wild prediction. It's it's seeming less wild the more days that go by, though. You factor in the fact that now there's rumors that the Lakers are looking to trade LeBron James. So if you factor that in, it, then it's not, it doesn't seem that crazy anymore. I hope I hope it happens. I hope Zion gets the I mean I hope the Knicks get that number one pick and they trade it for LeBron. I hope it happens. Because LeBron, KD, and Kyrie in the Knicks jersey. You want to talk about restoring the feeling for the Knicks in New York? New York people say they're gonna win the championship every year. Don't let them get that three, man. <laughs> Don't let them get that three, because they definitely gonna be acting crazy. They definitely claiming titles then. They definitely will claim titles then, as they should. That would be amazing, big three. That would be probably the big, the best big three I've ever, I've ever seen. I ever. That would definitely be the best big three. So, the draft is tonight. I don't think, I don't think Zion will be the best player to come out this draft. If you think about the overall career, like down the line, I don't think he's going to be the best player in the draft. I do. He's he's obviously the most exciting. He has the most upside of any player in the draft. But I think Ja Morant, the the point guard from Murray State, I think he will have the overall better career than Zion. I expect Ja Morant to be the real deal in the NBA. But he's going to be the future. He is the real deal. I think I when I when I watch him I see Russell Westbrook. I see Russell Westbrook with a jump shot, a better shooter than Russ. That's what I see. And if you telling me that it's somebody out there that looks like Russell Westbrook and can shoot better, you talking about <laughs> the real deal. You talking about the future. So I do think John Moran is going to end up having a better career than Zion only because I don't think Zion is what everybody is saying he is. I don't think he's the next LeBron. 
I hate when people compare guys from college and compare them to to these all-time great players. Like, we shouldn't do that. Remember Jabari Parker? I mean, Jabari Parker from Duke? Excuse me. Jabari Parker from Duke, remember him? They said he was going. He was supposed to be the next Melo. Nah, that didn't work out. I don't even know. He plays for the Chicago Bulls now, he, but he barely plays. He's not the next Carmelo Anthony. That was a bad prediction. I think uh, it's, it's a ton of these predictions that, like, it's it's crazy. Like, let's just calm down on Trey Young, next Steph Curry. Let's just calm down on these predictions. These are, like, all-time greats we're comparing these guys to, and they haven't played a single minute in the NBA yet. I think we have to chill out on that. But I do expect the draft to be, you know, this is a very good draft class. At least the top five is very good. The top five is very good in this draft class. You got the three guys from Duke and, you know, Zion, Cam Reddish, uh, God, the last guy is slipping my mind, but he he he's pretty good. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but you have you have Ja Morant also. So we're gonna see how this end up working out. I I do think this is one of the best draft class. This is this class this draft class kind of reminds you of the two thousand three two thousand four draft class, right? When it was when it was LeBron, Melo, D Wade. Chris Bosh at the top. Kind of reminds you of that draft class a little bit. We see how the, we'll see how it all works out after tonight. But as a as a prediction for tonight, at my game one prediction, I'm gonna go ahead and say, um, as far as the Portland and the Golden State, I'm gonna go ahead and say Portland wins this one tonight. I think they start this series off with a bang. That's our game one for tonight. And I think that starts to raise some questions about is it time for KD to come back? Do we need him right now? But that's my prediction for that game one. I want to switch in. I want to switch in. I want to talk about. I already talked about the lottery. I expect, like I said, this, I expect this lottery to go. We expect. I mean, the the order is going to be the same. We all expect. We all expect Zion to go number one. He will. John Moran should go number two. In my opinion, so I'm, I'm I'm it's no really surprises in this draft. Wherever they land, they land. Well, the picks we got to see where the picks land first, and see who needs and see and see if it fits each team needs. You know, but we expect Zion to go number one, John Moran to go number two. As far as uh, I wanted to touch on the little trade rumor about. The LeBron James. The Lakers are a mess. They are in a mess. And it's time to just go ahead and break that situation up. They have no clue of what they're doing. They hired Frank Vogel as a head coach. Then they hired Jason Kidd as an assistant coach who was previously a head coach. I don't know how that's going to work out. As far as like, who hires a guy and then hires their assistant for them. If you're going to give the guy the job, allow him to hire who he wants to hire. So that 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 right there already tells me that it's some, you know, some tricky stuff going on. It's not it's not a genuine hire. You don't feel that good about your hire. 
that that's a that's another issue. I I that's an issue I have. So I only expect LeBron James to be even more frustrated. And the Lakers are a mess right now. They are a mess. Reports have came out that uh Stephen a., Stephen A. Smith has said that the Knicks owner James Dolan is willing to get out the way, and he wants to pay whatever to get Kyrie and Kevin Durant on the on the same team. He's willing to pay whatever to get these guys. That's no that's no surprise to me either. I I, I believe them both two will be in the Knicks jerseys. I believe them two wants to play with each other. It's no surprise to me. There's another report that just came out not too long ago that the Knicks are, I mean, the, the Kevin Durant going to the Knicks is pretty much a done deal, like 100% a done deal. He's going and he's calling players and letting players know that he will be going to the Knicks and if they want to join him and all that. He's already making his phone calls. I don't like that because you're in the middle of, of the playoff run. I don't think you should be doing that. You should be focused on the playoffs. But with him being hurt, if he's serious about going to the Knicks, I mean, why not start early? Why not? Get you another ring in Golden State. Go to the Knicks. He wins a ring in New York. Oh, he'll be the, he'll be a legend forever in New York. They'll build a statue for him if he gets a ring in New York. That's for sure. He's getting a statue. That's for sure. And I think that's what he needs on his legacy. That's what he's missing from his legacy. The ability that the, the one standout championship. That's what he's missing. That chan that that chan that championship that was like, oh, he did it for he put the team on his back. He did it for that city. That was that was huge. Like you know how Dwayne Wade has Miami and he won that first ring in Miami and then he was like, Oh yeah, this is Wade County, this is his team that that's another guy who who probably will get a statue. Same thing with guys like okay, Michael Jordan, of course, Kobe Bryant, of course, guys that 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 had a signal a signifying championship. LeBron James, of course, in Cleveland. That one year, that was like, oh yeah, he did it for the franchise, and he'll be a legend forever in that city, that state. Kevin Durant is missing that. That's what he's missing because no matter how many championships he wins in Golden State. He'll never be considered the guy in Golden State. That's Steph Curry. That's the guy. He's been there already. They love Steph Curry. The owner came out and said, we want to make sure we keep Steph Curry and Klay Thompson together forever, as long as they're playing in the NBA. The owner ain't bring up Kevin Durant. There's a reason why. This is Steph Curry team. Golden State is that Steph Curry team. And it's time for Kevin Durant to go get his own team. Even in OKC. It was a struggle between who team it was. Was it Kevin Durant team or was it Russ team? He got to get his own team. And I think with the Knicks, I think Kyrie knows he has to take a step back. He has to be the number two guy. He's not a number one. As much as I love Kyrie Irving, he's not a number one. He's a number two. He's an amazing number two. He's probably a probably a, a 1B if you want to put it like that. Just to give him a little more credit, if you want to call him a 1B or 1, you know. But he's not, he can't be the key guy. He's not the guy that's going to lead a team to a championship. I, I don't think he has that in him. But he's an amazing talent. He's a great number two. Outstanding number two. Probably you know, up there with Dwayne Wade as a number two. Like Dwayne Wade was in Miami. 
He's up there with Dwayne Wade as the number two. One of the greatest number twos ever on a, on a, on a championship team. You got well, but you who do you, who comes to mind? Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving, Scottie Pippen, number twos. That's right. That's the quick three off my list that I predict. But I mean that I think are the you know the greatest number twos on a team. But I do think that's what that what has that's what has to happen for Kevin Durant. In order for them to win, for for his legacy to be set, for him to be in the conversation with the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant's, he has to win it where he was the key guy, where it was his team. That's what I think has to happen. Because these championships are amazing. Don't get me wrong. He's probably going to finish his career as a top five player ever. But if you want to be in that Kobe Jordan conversation, that LeBron-Kobe Jordan conversation, you got to win one where you would, it's undoubt, no doubt in your mind that he was the key guy. No doubt in your mind he has to win that. So that's my prediction. I, I do think he goes to the Knicks. I mean, it's no prediction anymore. It's, a rumor, it's the rumors out. It's 100%, 100% deal, a done deal. We got we got we got the Knicks Knicks and Kevin Durant. The Knicks is about to restore the feeling, you know? The old Knicks, man. I don't even think the old Knicks had this much offense on their team. <laughs> I don't even think the old Knicks had guys like this. You need the Patrick Unions, the 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 John Starks. I don't even think they had these these expectations as if Kevin Durant and Kyrie both come to the Knicks. Nah, man, the city's gonna the New York City's gonna go crazy for them two guys. Um, as far as I, I believe that's covering everything. As far as NBA goes, nothing really major came from NFL yet. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and close that out. I just wanted to give you guys my predictions before the game. The game tonight, I expect uh. A hard-fought series between both both series left over, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. I expect a hard-fought series on both sides. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and watch. Let's let's appreciate it, man. Two amazing series, two two amazing backcourts in the Golden State and Portland series, and two amazing players in the the Toronto Milwaukee series in Kawhi and Giannis. I think this may be the best, one of the best NBA playoffs in a while, in a while. So let's enjoy it. That's it for me. I hope I hope I was able to help you guys out with your NBA news today. You guys have a good one. I'm out. <laughs>